Welcome to She's Abundant, the podcast that empowers visionary women in business to master their mindset, amplify their strategies, and embrace their spiritual journey. I'm your host, Siobhan, a mindset and business coach who is here to guide you on your transformative path towards abundance and success, because the world needs more of what you're bringing to it. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh, this is so exciting. I have guested on a podcast once before, um, but I thought I would just give it a whirl and see what happened. So here we go. (laughs) I thought that today I would just jump in and talk about my journey. So I've learned so, so much over recent years about business, about myself, about mindset, and all of of the things that we love to talk about on this podcast. So yeah, why not? Let's let's share the journey. Let's talk about where I started. So basically, I wanted to be a marine biologist when I was 10 years old. So at 10 years old, I decided, yep, marine biology is it for me. This is what I'm going to do. And no one can change my mind. No one. Nothing is going to change my mind. And honestly, I didn't change my mind for over 15 years. (laughs) So I went to school and I was pretty good at school. And so everything that I did, I started to think about, okay, so what do I need to do to become a marine biologist? So once I kind of came out of primary school, I realized, okay, university is after high school. So let's talk about what courses I need to do and what subjects I need to do at school to be able to get into the university degree and all of those kind of things. So Yeah, basically I did really well in school. I did really well in high school and I got the grades that I needed to go to uni. And then I went to uni and I had a fabulous time. I lived on campus and, you know, played up and all of those fun things. But at the end of the day, I was there to get my marine biology degree to go out into the workforce and become a marine biologist, which had just been my dream since forever. And yep, I was a weird dolphin girl, like obsessed is putting it mildly. Uh, at one point my room was covered in dolphins. I don't think there was a space free of dolphin things. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was a weird dolphin girl for very much of my young life. And then kind of when I started to study marine biology and the ocean, uh, I really solidified where I wanted to be with you know, my career and that I did want to work with marine mammals in the wild. So I went through uni and then I got into honours and I knew that doing honours would probably help me in the workforce because just having an undergraduate degree wasn't quite going to cut it. Also, it wasn't very specific. So by doing an honours degree, you could get a little bit more specific and I could, you know, go into marine biology and dolphin behavior. So I did my honors degree and my honors degree was based around dolphins and dolphin behavior. So it was technically site fidelity and association patterns of dolphin uh, of the dolphins of South Australia. So that was uh, a lot of fun. I got to go out on boats and I got to spend a lot of time with dolphins in the wild. But I kind of realized that aside from being out on the boat and loving being around, you know, wild dolphins and photographing them, that I didn't love the research side of things, that it was a little bit like, 
too heavy for me, even though I, you know, got good grades and all of those things, I had to try really hard with the, you know, doing the statistics and all of those kind of things. So I was like, you know what, I don't know if this is for me in terms of the research side of things. So I kind of started looking into what other avenues I could go down if I wasn't going to continue on and do a PhD and, you know, become a research scientist. And so after my honors, I decided, you know what, I'm just going to go out into the workforce and see what happens. Maybe I'll try get a government job or who knows, let's just give it a whirl and see what happens. So I ended up deciding that Queensland in Australia was going to be the best place for me to be to pursue a career. And it was one of those times where I just packed up my life (laughs) on a whim. I didn't know anyone there. I didn't have a job. I didn't have a house. I feel like this needs its own podcast episode, if I'm being honest, because there's a lot going into that decision. So maybe we'll vibe on that another time. Um, But basically, I packed up my life, moved to Queensland, didn't have a job and started looking for anything related to marine biology. And so I ended up applying for a whale watching reception position. So I was answering the phones and doing all the bookings. And, you know, that was my first kind of like real job, I guess you could say. And yeah, I learned a lot and I started doing some of the marketing and blogs and Facebook and some of their videos and things like that. So I kind of picked up some of the digital marketing side of things. And because I was the youngest and I was in the office, it just kind of made sense for them to give me some of those tasks. And so that's how I started getting some marketing experience. And then I ended up getting a job at an aquarium as a tour guide. So I kind of did that for a little while. And then I went over to New Zealand and I worked as a tour guide in New Zealand. And so by this time I was around 24, or 25 and I kind of started to realize like I need to have like a serious job like (laughs) I need to start putting down some roots I need some consistent income because tourism just was not giving me consistent income and I was kind of floating around just trying things on and yeah I was like okay I need some consistent income and I don't really know how to get that because a lot of the government jobs that I had applied for as a marine biologist, they are so competitive and I just wasn't getting them. I wasn't even getting an interview. I wasn't getting a look in. So I was kind of just like biding my time for when this, you know, marine biology job would kind of eventually come up. And so when I was in New Zealand, I was sitting on my friend's floor and I was pulling some Oracle cards. So I was just having a little play with her Oracle deck, which was probably like one of my first entries into reading Oracle cards. And I just like pulled these cards and I was like, I remember it said something along the lines of like, you need to start a business or you're supposed to start a business. And I had thought about it because I had worked for these people in tourism and they were doing a great job. They were very successful people. Mostly they were, you know, older white males. <laughs> and I and like one of them couldn't even use an ATM. And I was thinking, gosh, if this person can run a, a successful business, 
Like imagine what I could do if I could get a hold of something like this. And so that was kind of like my side thought. And I, I thought that maybe I would run a business eventually, you know, after kids and uh, when I was a bit older and had some money behind me and, and it never really felt like a concept that could be a reality like when I was in my twenties. And so I just kind of had left it to the side up until this point. And so I remember looking at this card being like, well, yeah, like, okay, that's great. But I, I can't just like start a marine tourism business because I have zero dollars. <laughs> so I kind of like put it to the side, but the, the, but the thought just like wouldn't leave me alone. And that was when I was like, okay, there's something really to this. And I started to kind of dabble with the idea of like maybe an online business, but I didn't really know what that looked like. And so I wasn't pursuing it too hard, but it was in the back of my mind. So fast forward like a few years, I'd met the love of my life. I moved back to Australia and I was in a job that I really, really didn't enjoy. And I ended up burning out so much and it felt so out of alignment for me that it pushed me to absolute breaking point and I ended up quitting. And so I was jobless and I was like, okay, crap, I really need to, you know, do something about this. And so I went and interviewed just for a casual tourism role again, just because that was what I knew and that's what I had experience in. And I just needed an injection of cash at this point. And so I went and interviewed for this position and the owners of the company said that they were also looking for someone to help run the business. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, that's all well and good, but I, you know, I'm here for the tour guiding position and I am 27 years old and I can't really run a business. I don't have any money to put into the business. And they were like, no, 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 we don't want any money. We just need someone to help us run the business whilst the director takes maternity leave. And so at first I was like, really taken aback because I was like, this just doesn't happen. This seems really weird. Like, you know, my intuition was telling me everything was fine, but my logical brain was like, this doesn't happen. How could this possibly happen? Like no one's just going to give you a part of a business. And so I walked away from that meeting and I remember just internally being like, I think that I have to do this. I think that this is my opportunity. I think this is the universe like telling me like, hey, Siobhan, you wanted a business. <laughs> Here it is on a silver platter. You don't have to put any money into it. it. The business is already two years old. So the foundations are already there. They are paying all of their overhead. So they're about to go into a profitable section of the business. Like all you have to do is put in your time and do some guiding and help run some of the marketing and potentially like this could pay off massively. So I called my partner and um, he was like, he was really on board, which I was super surprised about (laughs) Um, because it did mean that he would have to financially support us until the business brought in some money. And yeah, it just was such a wild time in my life. And I remember like that's one of the times that stands out specifically for me as being like one of those manifestation moments. Like, I don't know about you, but when 
like there's a few times in my life and things that I know for sure that I manifested. One of those is my husband and one of those is this business. And so I spent the next like two years in that business and it was a small boutique tour company. And so we would take people to national parks, on hikes, to wildlife parks, all of those fun things. And I started to implement some of the marine tourism things that I wanted to implement and you know, just to start it off and give it the the bones that it needed for me to grow into the marine tourism business that I had in my mind earlier. So this was like a really natural progression for me from marine biology into tourism. And when I was running the business with my business partner, he was a great mentor for me and I'm really thankful for our time together. And it was really good because we were really opposite people and sometimes that works and sometimes that doesn't. (laughs) Um, But he kind of took care of a lot of the like admin things, the financial things. um, And he was very like, yeah, very logical brain and very traditional. Like he was um, in his late forties or early fifties. And so he had run businesses before. And so, yeah, he kind of knew what he was doing. I was very new and fresh and young. And so we had very different ideas in the end. That's kind of what led us to me leaving the business just because I couldn't see myself being in that business long-term. And yeah, I ended up deciding that it, it wasn't for me. And that was a really, really hard decision. And maybe again, that's something we can go into another time, but that was a full like meltdown, of course, like in hindsight, everything is like amazing and easy and lovely, but it was a very, very, very hard decision to leave that business. And, you know, kind of, it felt a lot like giving up. It felt a lot like failure. Um, And especially because we hadn't really made any money and we hadn't paid ourselves back for the time that we had sacrificed over those two years. And so, it kind of felt like we were set setting ourselves back. My husband and I felt like we had lost two years, but in reality, we learned so much about business and I grew so much in who I was as a business owner and what I wanted. And it got very clear, very quickly on what type of business I wanted and who I wanted to be and how I wanted to run my business. And for me, it was a lot about you know, having flexibility and freedom and not working that kind of like traditional nine to five and being there and, you know, like overworking as a business owner. And um, so that, that was all things that came, became really clear to me during that time. And so after that, um, I continued just to dabble around in the tourism and marketing space and I helped small business owners run their marketing and I got really good at social media. I did a couple of courses on social media and digital marketing and uh, I started to really quite enjoy that side of things and I ended up working for a tourism marketing agency. So you can already see how far away this is from a marine biology degree and it was nothing that I, you know, ever thought would happen. And I think that's what is so funny about these things is we always, you know, have a plan for our lives. And sometimes actually most of the time, (laughs) this does not work out the way that you have it planned. And yeah, I think I got to a point where I felt really confident in my marketing skills. And so, yeah, I worked for a tourism agency. And so we created a lot of tourism products and, um, yeah, got tons of marketing experience. And then this was when I first encountered mentoring and coaching. 
So I remember my my manager at the time, he was like, okay, Siobhan, like we're going to be mentoring business owners on their digital marketing. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I am not a mentor. I am not an expert in this space. I do not know what I'm talking about. How can I possibly mentor someone? So I was petrified. Like I was so, so nervous to mentor people. And obviously after a while, it became so easy. Like I would not even be nervous picking up that call. And I think a a lot of it for me was like letting go of that perfectionism and not being prepared, not knowing exactly what that person was going to ask me because I was a person who liked to be really, really prepared. Like I wanted to know exactly what they wanted to know. I wanted to know all the questions and so that I would have all the answers for them. And I had to teach myself that it was okay not to have the answers. And so that was, yeah, kind of my first encounter. And Honestly, I hated it at first. (laughs) I hated it. And it's so funny that I'm now a a coach because if you had have asked me at the time, I would have said there was no way in hell that that's what I would do. But I think it was the right idea, but it was the wrong subject and it was the wrong place for me to be doing it because I was good at it. And I was getting great feedback from all the business owners that I was working with and I was doing a good job, but it was still out of alignment for me. And so over this time, I, you know, I still had in my head after having the tourism business and running that for the two years, I knew without a doubt by that point that I was going to be a business owner. I just had to figure out what that looked like for me and where I was going to take it and, you know, find that next opportunity to build it. So I, yeah, I played around with a lot of different ideas. (laughs) I just really wasn't sure what my business was going to look like. I just knew that that's what it was going to be. And when I started in the tourism business, that was my, when I first started getting really, really into the mindset piece. And I think that stemmed from my spirituality. So when I was like kind of pulling Oracle cards and I was seeing psychics, I kind of like stumbled upon, you know, the secret and manifestation and all of these things. And so I started listening to those kind of podcasts, but then in between all of the spiritual things, there was this mindset piece. And so as a business owner, I really started to dive deep into personal development and mindset. And I was like hooked I was like, this shit is unreal. Why are people not talking about this more? (laughs) Like, what do you mean that we can just like change our lives, change our brains, rewire our brains? Like, I don't understand. This is, this is like gold. I, I just need to know more. So eventually I wanted to know more so much so that I decided to do a coaching certification and I honestly don't even remember the point where I was like, I want to be a coach. Like, I don't think that I had a moment where I thought that. I think that the coaching certification was just like a natural progression of my curiosity of personal development and mindset and my own personal development and mindset. And I never thought like, I want to make money off being a mindset and business coach. Like that was never a thought that crossed my mind when I was doing the certification. And so I spent a lot of time doing that. And in the meantime, I worked as a social media manager for an agency and I have loved working in social media and I got to work on some pretty big tourism accounts that had, you know, 250,000 followers and 
So I got, I got to learn a lot in my different roles about how to run a business, about how to market a business, about messaging, about all of these things that you really, really do need to know as a business owner. It's really hard to just fluke those things. For some people, it does come naturally, but it really is a skill that needs to be built up. So as much as it was hard for me to work in those jobs and work the nine to fives and oh my gosh, I've had countless days where I can't tell you how hard it's been to get through a single day. But when I look back in hindsight, all of the jobs that I've had have given me the skills that I need to run my business today. And I think that's what's always so fascinating is that every single piece, it's like, you can either think of it two ways. You can think of it like, a track, like a train track, and it kind of all pieces together and one track after the other leads to the other leads to the other. And then you find yourself at a certain destination. Or I like to think of it like a jigsaw puzzle. And I was given all of these pieces that just didn't make bloody sense. I was like, I don't understand what marine biology has to do with, you know, being a mindset and business coach. I don't understand what tourism has to do with being a mindset and business coach. And honestly, it might have nothing to do with it. But it was the skills that I picked up along the way that has led me here and have led me to be the person that I am today. And so that's kind of how I ended up starting my mindset and coaching business. So She's Abundant was initially going to be a retreat um, business. So I would take women on amazing retreats to amazing locations. Stay tuned because that's exactly what's going to happen in the near future. (laughs) Um, But it was going to be that kind of uh, my combination of combining tourism and the marketing and business experience that I had. And that's kind of where the coaching piece came in because I thought I just would like to have um, that mindset coaching experience to be able to lead my retreats. And so that's kind of how She's Abundance started. And that is where I am today. So That is how I went from marine biologist to mindset and business coach, which is a crazy wild story. And I, as much as it was a hard journey and I went through some serious, serious dark night of the soul identity crisis things, um, I wouldn't change anything because yeah, when, when I went from Because I had decided at 10 years old that I wanted to be a marine biologist, I really like put that into my identity and it became such a strong part of me. Like there was no separation from it. It was like, Siobhan, I am a marine biologist. Like there was no difference between the two. And and anyone that you ask who knew me then would black would agree and they would have thought as well that there was no way that I was going to do anything else with my life. And so when it didn't really happen, it's, it was, it was funny because I really genuinely didn't think that that was an option for me. Like I really didn't think it was not, not going to happen. And so I had to go through some serious, serious reflection and looking into my deep inner well of, okay, if I'm not a marine biologist, who am I without that? Who do I get to be? And I think that I found that I can love 
marine biology. I can love dolphins. I can love the ocean. I can love nature. And I still get to be separate from that. And that it doesn't have to be my career, that I can still love those things. I can still give back to those things. And it doesn't have to be everything of who I am, which I had made it everything that I was. And I discovered that, you know, I'm an amazingly loyal friend. I'm hugely passionate that I'm good at marketing. As it turns out, I'm good at, um, you know, copywriting. I'm good at messaging. I'm good at seeing things that other people can't see. I'm good at leading people when they want to be led and, As a projector, I have to wait for the invitation to do that. But once people invite me into their lives, they find that I can help them with a lot of, lot of different things. And I got to just be so much more than just that marine biologist. And it taught me a really valuable, valuable lesson, which I think as business owners, we often um, really struggle with. And that is that don't tie your career to your identity. And that can be really hard as a business owner because like, especially as a personal brand, you know, your personal brand, your business is you essentially, and your business is a reflection of you. And that's what I teach people is that if your mindset is wrong, then your business isn't going to work out because it's a reflection of you. So when I say don't tie your identity to it, it just means that find other things that you appreciate about yourself, about your life, about your future, that you can have separate from the business because otherwise you might find yourself in a deep, dark identity crisis hole like I did. (laughs) So anyway, that is it for today. I hope that you loved this episode. If you did, DM me on Instagram at she's.abundant and I will speak with you soon. Bye. Bye.